0: greener grass listeners to send some love and appreciation to you for tuning in. Kelly and I are gonna start every week, um, offering you guys some, some free, some free swag, some free gifts, um, from here or there with our guests that we've had in the past. So if you guys have listened to the episode called finding your superpower with Christina Glickman, She wrote this amazing book of inspiration and quotes and just things to help fuel you and get you boosted and get you confident. And the first three people to click the link in the show notes and um, go to that page on our website, get a book sent to them. To Green your Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh. Kel, how are you doing today?
1: I'm so good. I feel like we're only kind of well. It's wrapping a busy week. Yep. Um. So for this episode,
0: oh my god, the listeners, this is so fun. Oh my goodness. So we have Kelly's partners, buddies on. They are all in different stages of being divorced and single and cracking the, the seal on dating after not dating for so long, the dating apps, what's, what's it like going to the bars and meeting women. And they're just hilarious. And, you know, it's a nice break from, you know, some of the real serious conversations that we've been having on the podcast. Kel, uh, yeah, these are, these are your friends. Tell, tell
1: us about them. It's fun in a sense, because I feel like as you know, they always say men and women are so different from each other. But I feel like we found out that a lot of their thoughts around dating are really a lot, I felt the same, that they still have those fears, they're still trying to figure out how to be flirty approach, but not approach. Um, and just going back into the dating world when you've been with someone for a super long time can be super scary. And so, so much fun. But yes, I would say they have become uh, fast friends in the last year. And I know when this crew is headed over that it's going to be a night that I my stomach muscles are going to hurt from laughing so <laughs> they're so funny. They're so hysterical. They're such boys, boys. Um, I think after we recorded, they were like wrestling. And I was like, what's going on? (laughs) Um, But they love each other so much. I've watched them, um, you know, step up for each other to be there for each other. And you know, everyone has trials and tribulations all the time throughout their journey in life. But I guess I didn't realize the way that guys show up for each other, um, you know, yes, a little bit different than the way women support each other, but still that bond and tried and trueness. And they're such great guys. Even though you're going to hear the rowdiness and the craziness, they are genuinely great guys. And so I was excited. They're they're greener grass listeners, and so they were like telling everyone that they wanted to be on. They actually went out and had a couple drinks beforehand, and they were telling the waitresses at the bar that they needed to start listening to greener grass. Oh my god, that's amazing. And then also Kelly just let
0: me know yesterday that we're all the rage in a nursing home somewhere. Yes.
1: They're listening to us and the great thing is is they they now know what a podcast is.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: I had to explain to my mom how to listen to a podcast. Yes. It's a generational thing. It is, and I love that we're touching um men, women, all ages. Yes, all the pages right the story that i wanted to tell
0: that i didn't i i didn't i i kind of got lost in the conversation i forgot all about it when they were talking about they don't know who to approach because who's actually available yeah i had this experience when i was dating and i would be like okay i gotta let this guy know i'm interested but how do i do that so i flirt a little bit and see if like the door is cracked yeah And this happened at least twice and I was horrified. So I would flirt a little bit, you know, just eye contact, maybe say hi. And then, you know, they responded and I was like, cool. Yeah. These dudes were not available. Oh, yes. Yeah. They were willing to cheat on whoever they were with because I was flirting with them. And then I found out later and then I was horrified. Right, right.
1: Listen, I... I'm sure that that happens here and there, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, and for sure, trying to figure out who, for them too, like who's available, who's not available. Uh, Listen, this is a, a lot of information too, but I have watched on two different occasions this group of boys now there's a few others too so I don't want to pinpoint it on them that they're talking about a girl that they met here or there or even on a dating app and one of them already has her number also (laughs) (laughs) and they're like no you're kidding me and they're like she didn't respond to me either when I texted her three times like and so I feel like I mean obviously we're in Ohio as well I'm sure it's a little bit different than being in LA
0: Um, well, the thing is it it is a smaller pool just uh, then the amount of people in your, in your geographic area of swiping. It's just, I mean, one time I went through the whole app and it's like, I couldn't find more men. Right. Like I just, I just swiped left because I wasn't finding anything I was interested in. And then I would just, I would run up on my friends, on my, my guy friends who are also dating. Yeah. And then I would check out their profile. And I would be like, Oh God. And I call them be like, dude, I just saw your profile. It's terrible. <laughs> like you, you need to like, you need to up your game. This is not going to work on anybody, you know? And then that's Bumble is actually how I found out that Asa was single because we had been working on that gig forever. We never really had like those personal conversations yet. Yes. And, um, you know, I didn't know if he was in a relationship or if he was dating or whatever, And, uh, so I was swiping in that, you know, because I was dating somebody and then me and that guy didn't work out. And then I was still working with Asa, you know, this is like six months after I met him and I was swiping and I saw Asa's profile. I was like, oh, he's single. Oh, and this is his age. Like I didn't know his age either. Yes. On that job that you, this is the job that we always talk about, right? No one knew my age, right? So if you see the age on the app, so the very first thing I did when I saw him the next time is I like went up to him, whispered at him, like grabbed his arm, like aggressively. And I was like, don't tell anybody that I'm over 40. (laughs) Right. Like if I saw him, then he saw me on there. So he looked at me like I was crazy. He's like, how are you going to roll in here? No, hello, nothing. Just grab me. Like I'm in trouble, and tell me I don't. What are you talking about? I was like, I saw you on Bumble, so then you might have seen me, and now you know my age. And then he's like, What are you talking about? I don't swipe on there. He's like, I, I'm not. I don't. What are you talking about? And then he's like, Wait, are you single? <laughs> that
1: is so terrible. Or that's how I remember it. Yes. Yes. Listen. Our memory and our perception is sometimes <laughs> a little skewed. I always heard that like when you, um, that when you end a relationship, your memories are the fantasy world part of the relationship. Like you, you romance it to a sense of you remember the candlelight dinner and you remember the time that you walked along the beach. And like, you'd find all of those pinpoint memories and you get stuck on them and you reminisce about those and not like, perpetuates the heartbreak, where in reality, if you really looked at the totality of the relationship, like there were like three moments like that. And then the rest of the relationships, like maybe you didn't click or you were just making dinner or you all of you know what I mean? But when you're breaking like all the mundane things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You like heartbreak your heartbreak is over the fantasy of the relationship or what it could have been. Oh my god. I
0: love I love this dating thing. And I feel like this is the best way to like breach this subject in this podcast, because these guys, I was laughing. So hysterical. They're hysterical. So listeners, you're in for a fun time. Yes. Um, These are uh, Jeff's bros in Ohio. I was also thinking when I was editing um, and putting this all together that I need to do this on Ace's side, too. Yes, that would be so fun. You know, different cultural, they're different from different places, um, you know, different backgrounds, everything. I kind of need to maybe pull in some of his band members. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And see and see how they play the field when they were single. Maybe some of them are still single. Not sure. And then and then we should probably pull in some girls, too, at some
1: point. There's just
0: so much potential for this topic, Kel.
1: But you know, I have always, this is such a, an Ohio thing. Okay. I think, I think it's an Ohio thing, but there are like groups of older, old, old men who go to like McDonald's and have coffee together. And they're, they're there every single day. And I always wanted to go and like chat with them and say like, what, what, Tell me your wisdom. Tell tell me what's up. Tell me why you're why you all come here and every morning at 6 30 or 7 and chat. And I think it would be fun to even have a group of those guys on.
0: Dude, I have the same experience when I walk to the park with the bean. Yeah. They there are like 10, 12 old men sitting around a picnic table, like yeah. crammed in, playing checkers or chess, probably gambling. Yeah. With each other. Yes. And they're just huddled over this table for hours. And I'm just like, man, I'd love, love to stick a mic right in the middle of that.
1: I know, right? Wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what the heck conversation is happening in there?
1: So definite that we in general want to hear from so many people learn play with this. But this was a great start with this group of guys. Yeah, different voices. You know, I think that's
0: the that's one of the big goals that that we have for this podcast is like you and I might not agree with people's views or anything but it's just like I think it's really important to get different views yeah. different lifestyles different cultures um everybody lives in a certain way and talks in a certain way and I love man I love hearing it so fun so fun All right here's our interview enjoy yourself
2: Terry this is Kelly <laughs> I'm Dale I'm Eric Or you can just tell all the ladies that were single.
0: (laughs) 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 This is going to be awesome,
1: man. You're going to get girls all over the world like this.
2: I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we're told.
1: So jumping in, Carrie, I wrote down some questions, but of course, as usual, jump in whenever. But I have gotten the opportunity to hang out with these guys. yes a lot
3: we feel bad for her
1: if they don't feel bad i love when they come over i'm constantly laughing so hard because i love them so much and they're great friends um with my partner in crime and so i wrote down some questions but jump in so first off just like throw out your ages
3: 34 i'm 39 years
1: old i i did, honestly didn't know how old you were but i thought it was like a good you know if we're playing the field on here and we want the ladies to know you should start with ages.
2: I'll let Eric start.
1: Was it tricky to be a dad and dating?
2: It is tricky. Like seven days on, seven days off. It's a little tricky. You gotta, you gotta line schedules, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> so
1: it's... line schedules, does that mean like seven days you like are, tr- <laughs> you have, you're trying to line one up a night or what's that mean? Well,
2: really? I mean, yeah, that's a hundred percent, but yeah, it's, it's a little tricky. I, I don't know.
1: Okay. Do you, you're not in a place that you would talk to your kids. Your kids are little too. So you're not, yeah, a I got a, I got like a, I got a seven that. and a
2: four year old, uh, both boys. They're both my homies. So um, yeah, no, I'm not in a place where I would talk to them. Uh, I do let them know that I'm going to, you know, be on the search for their future stepmoms. So,
1: <laughs> so that's like part of the, the whole, like um, when What's you're looking, because look like? I'm sure like breakups and that whole thing are a deal and hard. Like, were you kind of excited to start dating?
2: a little bit i was a little afraid to be honest i was a little afraid because um it's fucking nerve-wracking there's some wild animals out there and and (laughs) i just yeah i didn't know what to expect and i this whole thing from the waist down the pandemic is kind of throwing (laughs) everything off and uh yeah so listen
1: being totally honest i feel like girls are super nervous today like i wouldn't really think of guys in my mind i would think that guys are like let's go and like all excited but why are you ner- like what makes you nervous do you want me
3: to have this one yeah yeah go go ahead, take it you want to know okay well in my experience because i'm 39 years old i'm old as fuck and uh i don't think concerned-
0: that's really old as f- that's not actually yeah all oh, right
3: sorry carrie but
0: we're actually fyi we're older than you by like four years carrie I'm
3: i did not didn't mean like- that. <laughs>
0: i'm just kidding <laughs>
3: no but to be honest like uh to be like in a, a relationship for 15 slash 17 years married for 15 years to like it's very intimidating to go back out there and try to freaking figure shit out don't you agree
2: it's completely nerve-wracking because you're like you're trying to figure out what is flirting and what isn't flirting
1: main area dating like you mentioned hinge (laughs) like were you mostly playing online or like trying to pick up girls in bars or stalking your friends friends i'll start okay um
3: i never did the online stuff or the uh, app stuff. never
1: no you never got on i it have up.
3: not because it creeps me out like i'm not good at that shit i know i'd fuck shit up i would i would mess it up i'd do something really weird and uh i don't know just never tried it so i i went to a lot of bars a lot of bars
0: uh,
2: it was good nights bad nights where'd bad you nights? uh where where were the best potentials at
1: oh my god i love these guys <laughs> the best put- <laughs> just because he's taking note
2: the best potential honestly was uh there
3: was a place literally it was a good time there's a bartender named shelby oh my god she's smoke show
0: <laughs> shelby smoke, at- show. smoke show is that the new word i've never heard that before yeah smoke, smoke show. show smoke show
3: yeah smoke show
0: not smoking just smoke show okay
3: these fucking apps don't go great for uh doesn't Many? seem they go great. Like, it's like, a, like it a, I use the word catfish, Carrie, apparently.
0: Yeah, catfish is when you aren't what you say you are. When you say catfish, is it like, okay, you're just using a picture that's from 10 years ago, or is it like a completely different person in the picture?
3: For Eric, like, Eric's a very honest guy, and you put yourself out
2: there. Like, let's be honest. I did, I did. I, I put myself out there. Um, I did the bumble, have... I did the hinge, and it's... It's uh an interesting scene because yeah, I mean uh
0: So wait, you walked up and it wasn't the person in the picture? It was a completely different person?
2: Yeah, so oh. I got it I paid attention to my own new rule. If they aren't a full body shot that uh, that I'm not committing.
1: <laughs> when you show up and it's not looking like a good situation, do you follow through with the date?
2: Well, my own rule is now that um that if you No that wasn't the question. <laughs> Answer the question. Fuck. We can go to your When you come next. in
1: the driveway, do in and, and, and it's not when she to... appeared, do you go on the date?
2: Did you commit to that? Well, it wasn't really a date unless you considered it between the sheets.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Carrie, yeah. listen, this is what I'm saying.
2: Hey, I had three from Hinge and two from Bumble. Ooh, and they weren't really the they one. weren't really dates per se um i came out like uh like a wrecking ball as miley cyrus would say yeah i was just i was looking to have some fun so they weren't really dates per se Yeah,
1: that was probably like do you have to like share what your intentions are maybe more
2: um do we actually want to go there
0: okay so i have this friend who is now happily married with a kid but he went on famously at least 200 first dates Online. Oh yeah, my that gosh. sounds
1: horrible. That's terrible.
0: It's horrible. And after a while, he was just so frustrated because he was like, "But basically, his rule was, I'm looking for partner in life. But if they're not that, then everything else is also on the table." Right. So I, th- I think that is what almost all people are doing. I think women are, and men are both doing that. Like, okay, well, this isn't the person, but
1: you might have fun
0: tonight. Yeah, so I think that the intention is actually the same for everybody, even if they say otherwise. Okay, do you
1: kiss a lot of frogs was my next question, but I feel like we just answered that.
2: Yeah, almost going on to nine months of being, you know, like, separated – you know, that's, that's not my thing anymore. I'm I like, don't actually trying, trying to find like the somebody person. that's actually compatible. Like, you, you know what I mean? Are you kidding me? I would never kiss a frog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking kiss frogs. You've
1: never kissed a frog. I bet she did. Okay. <laughs> I bet she oh, did. It was a did. good
3: time. I've never kissed a frog.
1: Okay. Let's, let's be real though. A frog, a frog
0: is a frog to one person and like Prince Charming to the, to another. Oh, right. My, that might've sure.
2: been the last hookup that I had. Because she was excited to see me, and I was very, very disappointed.
0: No, no, but that's not my point. I'm saying, like, a frog a frog to one person is a Prince Charming to another person. Like, you could have been a frog to her, and, you know, you don't even know it. Yeah. Right. No, I it's think true. I was the
2: Prince Charming, and I think it was a frog for me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think
2: I might have been a frog to the 85-year-old that Eric is
1: referring to <laughs> I don't think that's true.
3: Yeah, well, she was great, right?
1: Okay, so if you were going to name one thing that you look for in a girl, what would it be? One, if you could only say one thing.
3: One thing in a girl.
1: I wanna I wanna hear it. I want the real deal. Are real we talking deal? sweetness? Are we talking
3: Kelly? Let's delve into this. Are yeah. we talking about appearance?
1: So let's do personality and then let's do appearance. physical. One of each.
3: Personality, they have to put up with my shit. Um no, I'm I'm hard to deal with. Yeah. My personality's strong because I I'm I love to tease and make fun and joke. And if that is uh, not attractive or they like you're annoying as fuck because you won't stop joking, I'm not serious at all. But if you were talking about physically...
1: No, listen, I honestly loved that answer because I feel like that you know yourself well enough to know... Yeah, I'm
3: not going to put like, up... If everyone you think has, I'm funny, fuck off. <laughs> no,
1: like, no, but just in general, like your personality is fun and strong and like you have to have someone who can love that about you
3: yeah i'm not gonna change
1: okay and then physically
3: physically
2: i like tiny blondes
1: oh you do yeah
2: you gotta you gotta have a good smile and you gotta be able to laugh because i'm a five-year-old so um he
1: is a five-year-old
2: i am a five-year-old so so, glorified five-year-old just just be able to laugh like if it's good laugh if it's bad laugh Uh, just laugh with me yeah it'll be good um physically, yeah i mean i want to experience the blondes but uh but i've always i've always ended up with the brunette so um that makes things interesting but uh i don't know i'm an ass guy okay so i'm gonna
1: switch for a second carrie and then we're gonna come back but you guys are both coaches of younger kids so oh boy do you feel like and it's kind of transitioning into this, but do you feel like it's hard to date and play the field, but be role models for the kids or you don't really care? It doesn't matter because it's separated that they don't really know that you're playing no. the field unless you're going after their moms.
2: <laughs> uh, that may
3: be the truth. Well, no. well, hold on. I, I would, yeah,
1: this is serious. I would
3: put a, a, a there's a serious, uh, <laughs> definitely a serious statement here. I would never hit on a mom. Uh, that's Shame. inappropriate. Uh, okay. unless she, was, she single, was a hockey mom. unless she was single and if she did wasn't into it i definitely would not approach that
1: okay because you really do but, i know you guys care yeah, about I your mean, coaching jobs like sure. not that you would get fired or anything but just like from like a respect of who you are and yeah like,
2: we, we want to uphold that that standard that good standard but uh yeah I, I think that um you need to you need to have some type of moral standard for sure
3: well, and t- to the other point is, you are trying to teach these kids to be good people. So, at the same time, it's like we have to be good role models. And I, I don't know. That's a lot of what we do when we when we are on the road. Like we like to have fun, but we also
2: know we got to be appropriate. And and yeah, also, we take our uh, we take our job serious.
3: And then we end up in the our own hotel room just making drinking fun of each and, other and losing
0: your keys. Yeah. okay sorry which one is the one who has done the apps
2: yeah that's me eric <laughs> <laughs>
0: when you go to a new city do you do you swipe
2: uh yeah depends on how long we're staying but yeah yeah he fucking does <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> has I that do. worked out for you no nah, no never no
0: okay is it like new city totally different vibe of women you know what i'm saying like is the is the is the cat is, is the like catalog of women like so different in different cities
2: it is a little bit different but i feel like you were loving there, it there's never like you were loving it in pittsburgh i was I pittsburgh was. was the city yeah it just never works out with our time commitment with the games and like where our hotel is but, and like but
1: okay Like, I feel like you guys are a dynamic team together coaching wise. Just, I have no idea, but like, that's what it looks like. You guys partner really well and you have a really strong team. That's what you had a strong team last year. What, how do you feel like?
3: Here's what I do. Okay. I make sure the players know that, that, that I want them to like me and love me, but I also want them to know I'm fucking like ready to snap at any point in time. Yeah. So they, (laughs) you know, they
1: want them to be a little scared. Yes okay
3: they need to listen they need to be dialed in and if they're not they're they're gonna know the wrath but at the same time i'm also i i want them to know that i love them and that they they know like they they're not gonna get away with shit from me and if even if eric comes in to try and like Uh, it's okay. Like if he's also pissed, like they know, like, fuck, I got to fucking get it done. So
1: it kind of sounds like me to like, they know that you care and love them all you're all in and you're invested.
2: We love them. But they,
1: and they want you to think they did a good job.
2: But like the last game of the season was in Nashville and we were playing in the championship game and we lost in overtime. And like, you're literally shedding tears. Like this not, not like we cried together yeah i mean we cried together like at the end of the season and like these 11 and 12 year olds they like see that they they know how much like emotion that we pour out like you know like we're at the rink like four to five days out of seven like we're with them it's it's like our second family so i i think they they have that emotional attachment and i think they they care about as they care about us as much as we care about them so it's it's honestly it's uh it's a pretty cool experience.
1: Okay, girls or hockey if you had to pick one. Oh. <laughs> you would choose hockey. Yeah. What a I mean, if somebody
0: said to me, you got to pick a dude or dancing, I'd be like, screw you, dancing.
3: Uh, I choose girls. Can't believe what that guy just... Okay, you
1: guys are super great friends. What makes that happen? And how did you guys... I know you guys found each other through hockey, but you guys would do anything for each other, including like back each other up in a bar fight when you have no intentions of of, of, of fighting or standing up when uh, one of you is going through a super hard transition in life and a breakup and the whole works. Like I have watched you guys do that for each other. And it, I guess because I've not been around guys like you, like a group of guys, like I have so embraced and loved that. But well, what do you think comes from like-
3: If I did something dumb, like he would just- he would
1: he call you
0: out.
3: Oh my god and and then make fun of me for 17 years. Sporty Spice. Like oh, that's a perfect <laughs> example. Like He uh, calls you
1: Sporty Spice. The first
3: fucking tournament I coached with him as my assistant coach, like we both had to drive to Toronto separate. He wanted to go see his parents. So I get to the hotel after 7 hours of driving I'm in sweatpants. I'm in sweatpants because I wanted to drive in sweatpants. Yeah. I walk into the hotel room and i'm literally like exhausted i'm like fucking i want to go to bed we have games the next day and there's 18,000 parents in my room and i'm wearing sweatpants and he's like oh here comes Forty spice i don't even know him that well (laughs) and uh no it's just like shit like that like you you learn to bust each other's balls and if you can't take it you're you're like you're not good friends like let's be honest right like you Mm -hmm. you have to be able to give each other the gears like everybody is gonna have do dumb shit or or this and that but i
1: feel like it's how you guys show love for each other
3: well and it's the same thing to to be said with with eric like i'm eric and i started coaching four years ago together and uh honestly both hit like some of the hardest times of our lives together uh like the hardest times of our lives together and we didn't even know it uh, before, when we started coaching, we didn't know that we were going to be dealing with the hardest times of our lives. But when it happened, like the bond grew because we both were like trying to work this and figure this shit out together. As long as you trust people, I, I think it's not even just hockey guys. As long as you trust people
2: and you
3: love them and
2: you know they love you, you can get through anything together, to be completely honest. You know, it, it is a tight bond. Like hockey's always been told to me as like, it's a tight circle, it's a tight bond, like you never know like who's gonna pop up into your life and and who's gonna be there for you and for sure, you know, just over the last four years with Dale like it's uh it's probably been one of the best things for me is because I've been there to to help him and and you know coincidentally, you know even before I knew what shit I was getting myself into you know, he was already there as the support system for me. And, uh, but yeah, that's what I feel like, you know, Steve and, and Dale and Sal have all all been there for me and, you know, I've tried to be there for them. Um, And it, and it does start with, you know, just becoming friends and, and it does start with, um, you know, just the fact that you've built those relationships over the long haul, like, you know, Sal and I have been friends for fifteen years. We were chewing bubble yum at Ohio State. I was like an intern and he was the goalie coach. And uh, you know, I created that bond with him and you know, started coaching after then. Then we recreated sleepovers and then, and we then and sleepovers and just then, a and couple then, nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. Still so be sleeping
1: on my couches again, probably tonight.
2: Yeah, and, and sleep- then uh, oh, no. now we're just now we're single and, and we sleep <laughs> over as full grown adult.
1: So you guys,
0: the three of you guys are single at the same time again? All three?
2: Dale,
3: right? Dale has a girlfriend. Dale has a
1: girlfriend.
3: Yeah, I have a girlfriend now.
1: She's lovely.
3: Steve-O's
2: single. Steve-O's single. Not Steve-O's married. Eric, who said hockey guy. was more important than girls, Eric is chose still single. Over girls, Eric but... and Dale have been married yeah. <laughs> for four years.
0: <laughs> okay, can I, can I jump in and ask my dating questions to these guys?
2: Yeah, Let's go.
0: Okay, okay. So, what is the hardest part about dating now that you've been divorced and stuff? Like the second round. I don't know how much dating you did before, but Sheep. what is the hardest part about dating? Touching women. <laughs> Shut no, up. <out>. <laughs> that, that
2: was hard. a joke. I think. I think the joke. Uh, approachability. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real word, but approachability is like, that's the, that's the hardest part is because you're like,
0: I don't know if I believe you. Are you saying, are you saying that, um, or maybe I, maybe I should believe you. Are you talking about confidence? Because you guys have confidence.
2: I'm not talking about confidence because sometimes you don't lack confidence.
3: I disagree. Really? I disagree. Here's what I think, Carrie, to be completely honest. We are unsure how old girls are. Oh, that's... See, that's part and of the un- unapproachability.
0: Oh, okay. You don't know what you're walking into.
3: They have a wedding ring on. Like, you know. But sometimes, like, we go into places and we just aren't sure, like...
0: Right.
3: If it's appropriate to hit on a girl or not. One, you got a room and it's hard... Sometimes it's hard to read the room. And, too, at the same time, it, I, t- I would go back to Eric's statement it's it is a confidence thing it's kind of like you haven't had to hit on a girl for 10 plus years
2: yeah it's weird
3: what the hell do you say what the hell? hey i'm um horny
0: (laughs) (laughs) definitely that you You should definitely say that
3: (laughs) i'm just saying like what like what do you say like you can say like hey how you doing like uh, can i buy you a drink like there's so many cliche I, I just don't know how you
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a little weird. I mean Dale like Dale said, he's he was married for fifteen years. I was married for almost eight. But out of the dating quote unquote dating scene for you know twelve plus years, like it's for sure a little weird. Like going back and I feel like girls are a little bit more aggressive really? in approaching guys Is than
0: true? I agree with that. I
2: agree. I 100% agree. Like they're a little bit more forward than it was 12 or 14 years ago. For me, uh, I was example? like, I, I probably should say women on this podcast, right? Sure. Women, I think are, are like very forward in like, Hey, what's your number? Hey, like, what are you doing tonight? Hey, whatever. I I'm a little bit caught in between. I'm a little bit old school. Like, I feel like the male is like the one who's got a, Be more forward.
1: Okay, I have two questions. Well, one, I want to say, do you feel like, and I don't want to like dive into the political idea, but I feel like, do you think because of like Me Too and women and like, do you feel like it's trickier to like approach women and like know the fine line of like what to say and what to do?
2: I go back to reading the room. So if you read the room wrong, yeah, it might be real tricky. And do
1: you think you're good at reading the room?
2: I like to say that I'm pretty good at reading the room, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that might be just a 50-50. Depends,
4: for me. <laughs> depends on the night. Yeah, okay, de- so Carrie, depends now, on the night.
1: Now I have Steve-O, and I want to mention that he has never been married. Okay. Wait, is
0: Steve-O now like physically in the room?
2: Yeah, he's, he's, he's right here.
0: here. Oh my God, you, you they called and you came that that's amazing
2: he rolled up so dedication
0: yeah
1: dedication yeah sweetest guy like i'm not even kidding i love all of you but like steve was like so sweet so genuine so real be in your 30s where you want a family i think and like you're trying to figure out all the things
4: it's it's super tough like eric said uh kind of reading the room uh, i mean you you kind of never know what situation you're gonna get yourself into um whether (laughs) I mean the ex- expectations are all all out there, and you you kind of don't know whether it's gonna be a situation where you should be the the aggressor or the 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 woman should be the aggressor or the you mean the person that you kind of have a little bit of everything out there and it's it's tough to tough to read uh, off off the bat but I think there's just so much so much that goes unsaid nowadays that it, and but then on this flip side, I think some people are so direct that they want to get to the end goal right away, uh, whether whatever that may be. Um, and it's it's just it's it's tough. <laughs> Maybe is this goal? is
2: a little aggressive, but the end goal is where I'm trying to get to like something happy, something, you know, I can find, yeah. you know, a common place with another female that like really enjoys my company. I do the same for them.
0: Okay. I have a question, Cal. Yeah. All right. Because this was my challenge. So when I was 37, 38, um, my, my ex-husband like fully had an affair the whole nine yards.
2: Oh, that's funny. Carrie.
1: That happened to, that happened to this guy.
0: We got married. We were so, we spent all the money. So happy. I thought, and then six months in, he started another relationship. So it's one of these things where I was just like, When I started dating again, so this is this is what I want to know, because from my perspective as a woman, I hadn't had kids yet. Right. And I was like really wanting to have a family. And so it just loaded. It made dating so loaded for me because I was like going into a date, wanting to have fun, wanting it to be light. But I'm not going to invest time into somebody who doesn't want kids, blah, blah, blah. So being on the other side of that. So have you guys got that sentiment from women as you're dating them?
2: Eric, go for it. Well, <laughs> can you repeat the sentiment? <laughs> oh,
4: my God.
0: Women are, like, needing... Some women really want to have kids, and so it really makes it pressureful. Has that been an issue, like, a woman, like, wanting to know really, really serious things on the first or second date?
1: Yeah, because when you were dating, you were, like, you were stressed about eggs in the whole situation.
0: Oh, yeah, I was on a mission. I was like, don't waste my time. You started
3: telling us this story, and then Kelly started showing us pictures of you... <laughs> So no offense and not trying to be a, a downer but uh we all uh think you're hot and then we lost our train of thought
0: oh thanks and then you didn't hear my question yeah so cute. i think
4: i think realistically like a lot of people like i said i mean different different people have different agendas like i mean i know i know my experiences i've i've talked to talked to girls that are trying to rush into that and, and different things and i feel like if you don't adhere to what they want or what they're looking for like
1: they're on to the next
4: all of a sudden it's they're gonna they're gonna ghost you or they're on to the next and i mean i've i've had experiences like i i went on a date with a girl and i mean we i thought we clicked and then next thing i know i don't hear from her and uh what a couple months later she's posting pictures of her pregnant with another dude and it's like and that was never something that came up with conversations with us wasn't in the cards but but yeah i mean i think i think others have steve by the way (laughs) others others have different agendas when it comes to things like that it's it's tough to tough to read because you you don't know i mean i think people people put themselves out there i think a lot nowadays a lot quicker than they they might have used to um you're you're kind of all eggs in one basket right away and I a think it's, it's scary sometimes because you're you're all in right away and it's like uh should I really do this like am I you I mean it, it, it's scary it's fucking no
0: it's like not a great idea honestly because it takes a while to get to know somebody and you know just because you ask some guy if they want to have children that doesn't mean they want to have children with you that's or true. right
1: in the, in the next month. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Or, or that, like it's kind of like this it might have been the next date after me that she kid, so <laughs> Yeah. It's like... I, I started to realize that the question was kind of moot. Like it, it didn't matter because whatever their goal in life, their intention in life, it might not be directed towards you. You know, I might be their person who's like, okay, I'm just going to have fun with you, but I'm going to have this whole family with somebody else you know so by the way kelly what pictures did you show of me like i just want to know what vibe we're looking at <laughs> i was just scanning the, thank you, the IG. The <laughs> okay there's 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 nothing that's too racy like in the last year because it's all been aerial
2: been pretty good well man.
0: i showed him um,
1: like when i came to the club and watched oh, Joe. okay yeah yeah
2: <laughs> and to to answer your question carrie i would say uh i would say like for me it's not like the the kid question i guess for me is like i guess maybe i'm not i don't know i'm not do you want uh, to have another kid yeah i'm i'm not opposed to it I but do.
0: right you're not going to be like okay i'm going to have another kid with like i just want to have another kid
2: i would say i would say the single moms are probably more my type i mean the the last the last two or three that like i've got to know but i'm but i'm the baby oh, in this friend. on this couch right here i'm 34 <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. You got you've got like 30 more years. You could have children. Look at that.
2: But I got my two boys and my two boys are, you know, pretty much like my best friends. So um, so I'm good in that department. But like I said, I'm I'm open to it with the right person. I'm not just going to like, you know, just be like, yeah, I'm going to have have kids with just anybody
0: not to just mess around with, but like to actually have a relationship with what do you think is the largest age gap? you could have with a woman.
2: Carrie, okay,
3: let me speak on this. <laughs> My former ex-wife was fifteen years older than me.
0: <laughs> older. Okay.
3: Yeah, I like music okay. like chasing the cooks.
0: I've never been one to date a lot older or younger. And the thing that gets me is the cultural like the cultural things. Like I'll be like, oh, that song when I was in high school and they'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: See, that's the twenty two year olds now.
3: Uh Carrie, nope. I who married the woman 15 years uh, older than me. Never had an issue with that.
0: Nice. Okay. I love it. So, okay. So I want to know like what's, okay. So one of you guys, the goal is to like actually find somebody that you actually want to be with. I think think all three of them. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's why we're on the pod too. We're the pod squad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, listen, we honestly could have them on, like, every couple months.
2: You could actually, you could have us on once a month. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not even joking. The-
0: yeah, I think that people would be really into it, you know? <laughs> Carrie,
1: I love that they jumped on with us tonight because they're so much fun. And you now know the fun that I have at my house on the, at least a couple nights a week. And we <laughs> spend least. the night. And they spend the night and I tuck them We've in. I whatever. get blankets and I cover them up. <laughs> Oh, my God, Cal. Like, I just had so much fun. It was probably the most fun we've ever had. I mean, I'm always excited. I'm always learning. But this one was just plain old fun. And yeah, I was laughing during it. It's hard to keep everyone's attention, as you can see from
0: just listening. Oh, my God. You did a good job of um, managing them. It tried. <laughs>
1: I also they pulled me in in partaking in the fun in a sense that like I also got distracted a couple times and you had to bring circle me back around, <laughs> Carrie. So remember to
0: go to the show notes to click the link to um, get that free gift from Christina Glickman. Yeah, we'd uh. love to hear from you so thank you so much to the bros i'm just gonna call them the bros i think that's good and yeah you know and thanks to asa watkins for post-production if you guys would honor us with a five-star rating and a review anywhere you find your podcasts we would really appreciate it it helps people find us Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys and have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Greener Grass.